Welcome to the Travel Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Bowman, the executive editor of TravelPulse.com. Today's episode is brought to you by La Casa de la Playa, a new luxury all-inclusive boutique property with 63 suites, complete with butler service, world-class fine dining from celebrity chefs, 24-hour tequila bar, 24-hour wine cellar, a 24-hour chocolate room, and so much more. It takes all-inclusive to the next level. To learn more, visit lacasadelaplaya.com. All right, everyone, how we doing? Today is Monday, March 7th. We've got a great show coming up for you today. Joining me on the show today is Mandy Migliaccio, CEO of Stepping Out Travel. How are you doing today, Mandy? Thanks for joining. Good. Thanks, Eric, for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So Mandy and I met last week at the La Casa de la Playa Trav Forum. Um, so Mandy, just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and uh, where you're based and all that good so I'm based out of New Jersey. My main office is in New Jersey, um, but I currently live in California. So home-based agent. Awesome. Um, I've been in the business for 15 years now. So Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, kind of best of both worlds on the uh, East Coast, West Coast vibes there. Uh, so you for probably sure. have clients all around the U.S., which is fantastic. So, Every single state. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah. Mandy and I are going to talk about uh, spring break travel trends coming up later in the show. But first, as we do for every episode, in case this is your first time listening, let's dive into what's been trending in the world of travel in the last week. And we begin with the, again, uh, unfortunately, the Russia war on Ukraine and the travel impact there. The United States Department issued a travel alert for Russia, and they told all American citizens that are already there they need to return home or leave, really, as soon as they can. Boeing and Airbus said that they will not supply parts or planes to Russia. Colette and G Adventures are ending all tours in Russia. Colette actually just sent a release this morning. They're pledging $200,000 to support humanitarian organizations on the ground in Ukraine. And people are actually buying up Airbnb bookings in Ukraine to donate money to Ukrainians impacted by the invasion. And I also saw some different fundraisers out there, too, and uh, a lot of different companies um, stepping up and helping out their Ukrainian and Russian workers, too. So it's good to see the industry lending a helping hand where they can. But, you know, this news is still impactful in travel, and it is impacting travelers' plans. As uh, MMGY Global's research just came out recently and said um, they discovered many Americans are now shifting to a wait-and-see mode for European travel planning. So, Mandy, are you seeing, are you seeing the same thing from some of your clients around or anyone bringing it yeah, up? Yeah, absolutely. They think that, you know, this war is going to spread and, and there's great fear out there right now of, uh, you know, of the unknown, what's going to happen. Yeah, it's unfortunate that that is the cause, but I, I understandable so that, I mean, hopefully that this does not spread. But um, I've seen, you know, we posted a story earlier today, too, from one of our uh, feature writers Claudette Covey, and she asked a bunch of travel advisors kind of the same thing. And there was mixed reviews on that. Some people are canceling plans, unfortunately, already. And some people, um, more so the luxury clientele, I think, is just like, screw it, we're, we're going still and I'm not worried about that. But I guess that's because, yeah. you know, when you have the money like that, it isn't, you don't think about it as much, at least. Your thoughts? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, with companies also, you know, taking off their all their restrictions and adding penalties to back. I think that is, you know, people are worried about that as well. Like they won't have the flexibility of canceling anymore. So they might as well cancel when there is no penalties. Right. And that makes the most sense if that's how you feel comfortable. So that's where we're at with that. But, you know, we'll continue to monitor and hopefully it does not spread anywhere else around Europe and hopefully it ends soon so that we can kind of push that behind us. And Absolutely. Continue. Absolutely. Yes. So uh, other destination news out there. Um, great news. Positive news. Finally, uh, there's no negative news that's coming up right now in this destination segment, and it warms my heart and soul to be able to to tease that. So I'll run through <laughs> the office, uh, the stuff real quick. So we've got Hawaii last week. They eliminated the safe travels prog- uh, program requirements beginning March 25th. 
Uh, so starting March 25th, U.S. citizens visiting Hawaii will no longer be required to create a safe travels account, show their COVID vaccination status, or take a pre-travel test when visiting the state. Uh, obviously, international travelers still have to abide by all of that stuff, the same as any international travelers coming into the U.S., but um, elsewhere around positive news in the world, Italy is easing its COVID-19 requirements, and fully vaccinated uh, travelers will no longer require a negative COVID test to um, enter the country. Unvaccinated individuals arriving can avoid quarantine with a negative COVID test result or uh, valid proof of recovery from COVID-19. The Maldives is eliminating testing requirements for vaccinated international travelers. Ireland is lifting all its COVID travel restrictions. And uh, the DR actually just posted record tourism numbers. So the Dominican Republic had its second biggest month in history of tourism as more than 566,000 travelers descended uh, to the DR in February. So Mandy, all positive news amazing. here. Yeah, it's a great all positive. sign. It's so, it's so great to be finally turning in that direction. Um, Hawaii, is it's not only boosting for the summer, but right now, all of a sudden, I have clients that are like, "Yay, they're, the the restrictions are lifting. Let let's go." It's a it's a destination. Families feel very safe to travel to. Yeah, Hawaii's got to see that big boost. They've been the strictest state, you know, throughout this last two years, For sure. and understandably so. You know, they're isolated over there in the island aspect of that. So I get it, uh, but I'm really excited that they they lifted this up. So we'll yeah, so we'll see. I. Uh, I was actually a little surprised because, of like, I don't know, three four days before. They announced this. They had, you know, kind of said that they're sticking after the CDC's updated mask policy. They said that they're going to stick with uh, still an indoor mask policy. And I was like, all right, well, I guess, you know, Hawaii's going to stay strict and keep rolling with all these extra protocols that you have to do. But, you know, a few days later, they said, you know what, into this month, we we're we're moving forward. So that that is great for Hawaii. I still think they're keeping their mask, though. Right. Yeah. The mask, mask mandate is, is stick a little bit around a little bit longer. Correct. Yeah. Yes. For the for the indoor one on that. So we'll see if that changes. Maybe if the uh, federal mask mandate on planes that is supposed to expire in uh, 11 days on March 18th, we'll see if uh, that happens or not. Maybe Hawaii will yeah. change after that. So that, that'll that'll be nice. But yeah, um, for sure. Speaking of the DR, though, and Jamaica, um, I got a release today from Sandals. They made a exploratory visit to the Dominican Republic. So that could be interesting if there's a potential expansion to the DR for Sandals, if that becomes a thing. But, you know, resort brand expansion is definitely a good sign for the industry, even if you're just kind of testing the waters to see a little bit about there. That would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know we just stayed at the Hotel Escaret properties, and they are expanding big time there with um, uh, Escaret Mexico is going to expand by 900 rooms. Uh, Escaret Arte is going to expand by 900 rooms, and they still have more property over there to potentially do a fourth resort after the, the third one of La Casa de la Playa just opened up in last December. So good signs for the industry all around. I love that stuff. Uh, I, I'm ready to go back. You want to come? Let's right. Go. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> La Casa de la Playa is absolutely breathtaking. Everyone should put that on their radar for sure. So Top of your list. Absolute top. But it's not all rosy out there. Obviously, there's still some areas that need recovery. And that one big one is on the jobs sector. As the U.S. Travel Association on Friday called on the Biden administration and Congress to bolster international and business travel to help with the recovery of leisure and hospitality jobs, saying in a statement, quote, while overall U.S. employment is just 1.4% below 2019 levels, leisure and hospitality is down to a disproportionate 9%. Urgent action is needed by both the administration and Congress to bolster inbound international travel, restore business travel, and ensure an even recovery across all sectors, end quote. So, Mandy, have, have you seen uh, staffing issues impacted you or your clients' travels in recently? 
Yes. Um, not only my clients are complaining that, you know, hotel services aren't available due to lack of staffing. Um, but even on my front as a travel agent, just, we don't have enough res agents, you know, wait times are atrocious. Um, and the new staffing, they're not trained. So what, what would take me a normally like 15 minute phone call to change something or add something is now taking me like four hours to do, you know, three hour wait time. And then you get on the phone with an agent and they don't know how to properly execute it. So they have to check in with their supervisor and, you know, I'm still back on hold then. So, I mean, that really needs to change. Um, you know, travel agents, we have so many clients coming in now. We just don't have that time right now to, to waste. Absolutely. Yeah. Time is money, right? You know, so that's definitely sure. needed on that front of, of really so many sectors across all of the travel industry. And I know when, um, I, I don't know if you had an issue, but when I landed in Cancun, the uh, customs line was crazy long. I talked about it on last week's podcast, but that goes back to the job issue. They didn't have enough people. I know uh, yeah. one of the people we were, uh, one of the, in the second group, one of the guys waited for his bag for like 45 minutes, even though he went through customs in like 10. But uh, again, that goes kind of goes back to the jobs. Uh, factor of it. So, and um, yeah, you make great yeah, points on the. Uh, it all trickles down, all trickles down to every single part of um, traveling, you know, from the airport to the cleaning to the, you know, in the hotels, not having any, you know, certain services, cleaning services. I, I feel like that um, for me personally, when I have traveled um, local, um, they're not doing cleaning services anymore. So they're not, you know, making the bed or changing the towels and stuff like that, you know? So, um, and you would think they would want that to be the number one priority coming yeah. out of COVID is keeping up their cleaning. So, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Clean, clean and uh, health and safety, you know, very big trending buzzwords over the last two years and the focal points yeah, for a lot absolutely. of the industry, but yeah, it's interesting that you, with the staff issues on, on that front, because yeah, most of the hotels I've stayed at over the last two years, they've notified me like, hey, you know, we're not going to be, especially domestically, you know, we're not going to yeah. be doing any cleaning rooms here or, you know, you're only staying two days. So we're not doing anything like that if you were staying longer than maybe, but uh, if you can request stuff. So yeah, hopefully that, you know, changes and, you know, by maybe by end of summer or summertime, a lot more jobs will, will, will come uh, up and available and people will snag them, but kind of remains to be seen on that. I think a year from now, yeah, you know, sure. um, we won't have, you know, quite the uh, disproportionate <laughs> numbers there, but uh, yeah, summer is kind of still a mystery out there, but. Um, well, you know what? You take it one day at a time now, right? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. To. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, speaking of uh, amenities and everything though, uh, hotels.com's uh, 2022 amenity report just uh, came out and some travel preference have have changed for Americans over the last years. Um, they reporting that search increases for hotel rooms with bathtubs are really up. And then also searches for properties with cribs, childcare, and connecting rooms is up big. So, Amanda, thoughts on this? Any new preference changes that you've heard from your clients? Yeah, absolutely. They're, um, my clients are willing to spend the extra money to stay in one room or one villa with their entire family. Like their multi-generational entire family wants to stay in one room um, compared to past years, 2019, where they would take two, three rooms. Um, I think they just feel secure, safer to travel that way. Um, also the senior market, you know, the market that has the most liquid money, um, they're not traveling out of fear. So, you know, when, uh, the market started to feel safe with COVID and they were ready to get their booster and travel, now the war happens. So now that's, 
they're a little bit hesitant with that as well. So those are my two, um, my two biggest takes with, with that. Yeah, with new preferences. Yeah, it's interesting. But bathtubs, the that was the big jump out bathtub one. Falls on in lines with kids, though. Yeah, yeah, that's you true. Have yeah, kids, you want a bathtub. Yeah, that you makes know. more sense. I'll, although my daughter discovered that uh, shower is her new one of her new favorite words, so she wants to just <laughs> do nothing but showers, and it's like, well, I'm a, but no, <laughs> but yes, properties with cribs. I know I searched properties with cribs over the last two years, but that's because I'm a new dad now. But uh, yes, family travel is is huge, and once people felt safe enough to get out there, especially those villas um, and your um, short-term rentals or whatever that can connect you to uh, everyone be in the same room or, or adjoining rooms. Or like even, that. or even um, uh, all-inclusive properties are having, I, I definitely know Dreams Properties has the family suite, which is basically two rooms put together. It's a connecting room without the door. Yeah. Um, but they, people want to, want to be in that one room. Yeah. Which is a little surprising that, I mean, I, obviously some people out there, you know, it's definitely still want that, but, um, you know, everyone being so connected and stuck indoors during lockdowns and stuff, I thought there'd be a bit more of a trend to like separation travel, but family travel still big. Cause yeah, you're, you're going yep. to visit a family that you haven't seen in a while. So that's not surprising that that is still huge, but uh, I thought I'd see more numbers about, you know, uh, individual travel or stuff, stuff like that, you know, separation. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that that pretty much wraps up what has been trending in travel over the last week. So any additional thoughts, drop me an email, podcast at travelpulse.com. So now let's dive into the theme of this week's show, which is on spring break travel and the 2022 outlook for spring break time period. So spring break big. And uh, from my side, I've got my, my nephew's in college and he is on spring break right now. So March, early March usually is college time and at least where I live. And then uh, early April is uh, family and all your elementary school, you know, uh, and all that stuff kind of close up. Is it similar for you in California? Yeah. Um, you know, Easter is a little bit later this year too. It's in April. So, um, so it goes all the way from March, the beginning of March through April, the end of April. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of last minute bookings this year. Lots. Um, some things that are trending in my agency is Florida. Florida's hot. Nashville, Midwest, Mexico, Dominican Republic. Um, they're all super hot right now. And yeah, they everybody just wants to get away all of a sudden. They're like, yes, we don't have to wear our masks and we're going to go. Interesting. Yeah. Is it, are there deals to be found though at last minute time like this? Or is it no. more just, yeah, you're just dropping big dollars then? If you no, have there is so limited availability everywhere that there really isn't that many deals for last minute spring break. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, destinations wise, you touched on a few there. Obviously, Mexico taking the top spot. Um, and this morning, Allianz Travel Insurance, they released their information on the top uh, spring break travel and uh, spring break bookings for them um, and their uh, customers for 2022 have increased by a staggering 134% over 2021. So uh, that's huge for, for yeah. yeah. Uh, and then domestic-wise, they, they released uh, domestic and international top destinations. Florida uh, was, you know, you said big for you. It's also big uh, for everyone. Yeah, they ruled uh, the top 10 there with five of the top uh, 10 destinations coming from Florida with number one being Orlando, which is not a surprise. That kind of maintains a, a top spot um, for there. And then uh, kind of a surprise to me though, Phoenix was number two and Las Vegas number three on that. So I didn't really think of Phoenix as much of a huge um, spring break destination, but perhaps this year with a lot of people still focusing on um, domestic travel, that's uh, so that kind of surprised me a little bit there. I don't know. Yeah. Domestic travel is, is very high for me for, for last minute 
um, spring break. Okay, yeah. yeah. And internationally for that Allianz list, uh, no surprise, Mexico dominates as with uh, Cancun 1, Los Cabos 2, and Puerto Vallarta 3. You also had Aruba and Jamaica um, in there as well. And uh, and then Dominican Republic 2 was, uh, uh, Punta Cana was number 4. So, um, yeah, yeah, those are, sense. yeah, Mexico and the Caribbean still, it's still reign supreme on that. So I think London jumped back into the top 10, but because uh, some of the restrictions there eased up. But yeah, it's, um, I'm very excited to see what next year's uh, spring break stuff is like, since there should be much easier access to everywhere around the world. But no surprises this year as Mexico and the Caribbean continue to dominate. Yeah, well, I won't I won't be surprised if I get a call today saying somebody wants to go to Ireland because it was released yeah. that they are lifting COVID restrictions. So who knows? We'll see. Yeah, it could be a boost of a last minute one there. So um, so what yeah. are some other type of uh, booking behaviors for clients that you're seeing this spring? Spending more, spending less, longer trips? Uh, prices um, obviously actually, are up. So it, I, it was hard to answer this question because um, I'm finding my clients are taking, wanting to use their travel credits that they had ah. from two years ago, or, mm-hmm. you know, they want to try to use that money because they're coming up to the time where it's, you know, going away. Um, so there's trying to hit that number. And so it's shorter time. So you know, 2019 for 2020 travel, I booked something for a week and now they're only being able to go for three days. So, you know, that's, that's kind of disappointing. And they're, they're shelling out a lot of money just to go for that week, you know, using their travel credits. And, um, but the lack of inventory is, is really frustrating. Um, but Hey, everybody wants to travel. So that's great. Yeah, so there are, you know, it's the positive spin out of everything, you know, when you do find the hard times here and the struggles of things, it's like, well, you know, at least, you know, more people are interested and numbers are increasing there. Um, numbers are also increasing at price, though, which kind of makes things a little more difficult sure. at times, I assure, uh, I'm sure, uh, with everyone in their uh, various aspects of, of and, you budgets. you know, the other, as, as you were talking, and the other thing I thought of, too, was um, the airlines, they're willing to spend more on air to do the nonstop. Oh yeah. I love a, I love a (laughs) Yeah. Clients in the past would be like, no, get me the cheapest flight. Now those same clients are saying, I don't want to spend that much, you know, time in airports, you know, give me the nonstop flights. So that's an interesting Hmm. uh, tidbit. Yeah. I wonder if that will stay as a trend moving forward for some of those people, if they're, or if, uh, you know, a year from now we'll, we'll dip back into, let me just get the best deal compared to, um, you know, the last two years here, everyone's kind of been traveling as, you know, what can be most convenient for um, ease of, yeah, getting there and and arrivals and all that stuff. So uh, nonstop, nonstop all the way. If I, I can't, I'm trying to remember the last time I had to do a connection. I know I sound very (laughs) uh, privileged there, but yes, uh, I'm based out of, you know, being about of Atlanta, I'm always, you know, right there, such a big airport hub that it's easier for me to find. Yeah. Atlanta, you could get anywhere in the world and not have to stop. I'm I'm blessed on that, on that aspect for sure. So, but yeah. So uh, last question here, what is your advice to fellow travel advisors out there to make the most of this springtime? Keep on keeping on. Um, be persistent and stay on top of your wholesalers' emails that come in um, and all their marketing material. You have to keep on top of that. Um, the other thing is to know your worth. You're going to have clients that are coming out of the woodwork right now. They're going to want your expert knowledge and advice, but know what you're worth and don't give it away for free. Yeah, you you charge a fee. Are you all about fees now? I That's don't, a, but I don't talk. So if somebody's not going to book through me, I have them fill out all the paperwork. Um, 
And I make sure that they're going to book through me before I take them on as a client. I will not do any pricing unless we have a conversation that they are not shopping around or going onto Google or eh. Expedia or whatever. So, yeah, but know your worth. It's, it's very important. Yes. Excellent advice there. Know your worth. And, you know, some people fluctuate on whether they charge fees or, or shouldn't charge fees. But um, I'm with you on that. You've got to make sure you talk to your client or potential client, at least, and kind of gauge their interest. Because a lot of people do like to last minute, you know, dip out and be like, well, I'm gonna do it on my own. And then, you know, uh, don't call me yeah, crying when you're that I haven't gotten burned. I have yeah. gotten burned by that. But, um, you know, and we go back and forth too with the fee. But um, that's another conversation, I guess. Right. Yeah. That we could do a whole other podcast but, episode <laughs> around that for sure. I know. But we feel right now at Stepping Out Travel that we gain clients because we don't charge a fee. So, and that's where we're standing right now. Yeah. And yeah, teach their own on all that aspect too. I think that it's obviously a lot more enticing and easy to market to that, like, hey, we don't charge a fee where some others out there do. But um, yeah, but. Like I said, we could do a whole other podcast episode talking about um, sure. to fee or Put not me to on fee. That you know? one. I'll <laughs> sign up. Right on. Thank you so much, Mandy. I really appreciate you taking the time to join me on this uh, busy Monday here. So good luck to you and future bookings. Any uh, last minute words, Any um, anything you want to plug, email, people can contact you or whatever, follow you on social media, all that good stuff. Yeah, follow me on social media. It's Mandy underscore travels underscore on Instagram. Um, and, you know, steppingouttravels.com is my website. So, yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much, Mandy. Thanks, Eric. Thanks again to Mandy for taking time to join me in and talk all things spring break travel and trending news in the last week. If you'd like to be on the show in the future, podcast at travelpulse.com is the best email to reach out to me and let me know what you're all about, what you specialize in, what you think you would love to talk about on the show. I'm all ears. Love to hear from you folks. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I would greatly appreciate it. That's all for this week. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week.